Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Spinning Guts Podcast. I am Miss Jigglypuff 2021, <laughs> Lou Bradley. And I am the gift that keeps on giving, Jack Carlin, baby. Uh, I've got my receipt. Can I uh, make a return? No, I don't think so, darling. <laughs> Miss Jigglypuff 2021. <sighs> or whatever that... She's, she's feeling whatever jiggly. Whatever she's that. feeling jiggly. <laughs> She's not in um she's not in Stu's house no more. She's not no. in Crystal Lake. She's in Luke Bradley's house. Uh, address um not revealed, of course, for all intents and purposes. Yeah, so um after last week's recording, I um tried to collapse the um green screen. Uh-huh. And um I think the green screen that I bought off Amazon was like possessed by the devil because every time I wanted to like collapse this thing, it just wouldn't do what all the video, I watched like 10 videos about how to collapse a fucking green screen. And they're all like, oh my God, it's so easy to just like do this and this and boom, bang, you're done. And I'm like, this is not happening. And uh, you know me and I get like full on like, the Hulk rage and like inanimate objects like I will fling remotes across a room because I get so angry they don't work so in my rage I bent the whole thing like out of shape and then <laughs> and then proceeded to like tear up the green screen and then after I did that I then realized what I did um you're a psychopath <laughs> I know, and um, and her little Amazon green screen doesn't see it coming. This thing was killed off in the first act. She well, made one fucking, She should have collapsed. She, she should have played dead because I was getting and like I'm not saying like it didn't happen. It didn't happen after the first try. I was trying for like 15 minutes after we, we stopped recording, and that's a long ass time trying to fold something that's unfoldable mm-hmm. down into a, a little circle thing. <laughs> Are you going to get yourself a new one or is green screen life dead and buried? Am I buggery? <laughs> uh, it's going to remain this way forever. <laughs> <laughs> She's a killer queen. Hey, it's green screens. <laughs> <laughs> Shadi is a killer. <laughs> oh, it was just not your day. You know what? We all have that moments though, especially with bogusness of Amazon I've had it up to here mm-hmm. with Amazon support your local businesses everyone don't fall victim to what we did because I bought some shoddy shoddy bleep in my time and I'm still continue to buy oh shoddy. 100% because you, like especially when you get like like free next day delivery like um yes please yes, I'll have like, all the things in the world free with prime which is all what you're already paying for you know you get a free and you feel like you've you're paying something you haven't yeah you're paying you feel like you're getting you're definitely getting some sort of deal you're like well I'm paying like $7.99 a month for this shit so I should be getting something from this (laughs) otherwise it's like uh delivery will be in five months time and you're like oh and at 15 (laughs) pounds if you say so click that click that click 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 Oh girl, where's your little office buddy today? Oh Scout, um, he is in my bedroom. He's having a little sulk. Oh why? Um, because he's just been a little bitch. 
like to, like today when before uh, when I was walking it before he started doing this thing right where when he clearly doesn't want to leave the park he'll like stop and and like sniff and like try and scramble and every little tiny little thing he can find and it's really annoying and it tests my patience when I'm trying <laughs> to leave the park because I've got like shit to do I'm like right now is not the time to like be doing this and like standing, standing your ground and like trying to make me pull you around because one it's embarrassing in front of all the other dog owners in the park and two I, I ain't got time for it <laughs> she always I got shit to do mother, wasn't she she's always she, she been is. a diva diva a by day diva by night <laughs> going to always now here is another week which we have not left her dead and buried. We've just sort of left her on red, but we mm-hmm. are bringing back, 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 my slashback. Only this time, you know yourself, we're not dipping into the 80s. We're fast forwarding and throwing ourselves head deep boots mm-hmm. or satchy cracks into the 90s with none other than what I would consider a classic, 1998, yes. The Faculty. But I must Neil. say, every time, every time I hear the word slashback, because we say it often in my head, I sing but with the word slashback instead. You know the song Clap Back from Drag Race? I'm like, clap back or, or slashback. 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 <laughs> I am going to try and insert a clip of that here. In the bio below. <laughs> you like the, Dis- the Disney Channel thing where it's like, <laughs> you are watching Silly Good. <laughs> no, that would be some good effects. Maybe somewhere in the future, somewhere in the future. But um, for anyone that has not already popped their corn and been feeding their kids some of the faculty juice, do you <laughs> want to let them know about what the faculty is about? Who she yep. is? So the faculty is set in a high school in Ohio where um, the teachers and the students start being um, victims of a alien trying to uh, take all the bodies out of the bitch. And um, it's down to five, um, I'd say, they're not really friends, are they? It's kind of like a really weird group that kind of come together. Five, how many? Five, six? Okay. Six. Um, it's down to these six students to... Um, said all right bitch <laughs> that was a really good description of it to be fair well i didn't have anything written down so that was all that was all that well i mm-hmm. mean i i figured that out when you said five and even i was like Ooh. you definitely didn't get that off imdb honey you made well, that you gotta think, well, got think is it five or is it six because one of them um don't the... try and act like don't try and act like that was delivered okay Ooh. we all know Ooh. peanut that was the <laughs> We all know Peanut, that was not, <laughs> you want to go, you want to go, that was not deliberate. Um, but the, the first thing that I'll just go off and say is, isn't this like the most Kevin Williamson oh, thing ever? Don't, like, I, like, I wrote down that like, you could tell, like, he wrote this, and like, with the fact, like, it just, it just screams, scream. Um, it like, and there's, you know, there's the reference to, like, they the use a reference later on with having, the the videos of a naked of a naked um, Nev Campbell and uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt. That's a little yeah. nod to like Kevin's previous work. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, and it all just screams, scream, and then <laughs> scream, scream. You, Robert, you um, can help and yourself, the, can you? No, because the, there, no, there is like so many co- connections because Robert Rodriguez like directed and edited this, and you know, he directed the Stab movies. Yeah, I know. That's what I mean. It's all peppered mm-hmm. with all the beautiful stuff that we just love. And it's just so quintessential late teen slasher 90s that, as you said, it's just so much like Scream. And I know you did last summer, but it's just a completely different spin. Like the dialogue, you can just tell the way they speak to each other. Like, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? What is this? She's like, what much? And then he's like, you like the beast? <laughs> <laughs> like I wrote um, some of the in, like insults that oh yeah when um when uh, Claire Duvall goes uh, got a slut I'm like oh that is just a really great <laughs> insult that I'm going to start using as of today um, but this is, this right is one of my favourites one of my absolute favourite horror films or slasher films or sci-fi slashers if you want to call it that oh wait this is? yes yeah like, I mean this is I think like categorizing 90s horror anyway is a difficult mm-hmm. one because theoretically and quite literally nothing is going to top scream for us. She has a poster behind her for a reason. And my poster's right there, which is so annoying. Not I mean not here. Yeah. Like it's like there. And I can't you've got, you got ghost face um in the counter. I do, you know, she is here in spirit and in face, so she's serving face. Body, body, body. Where um, is the body? Where is the body? <laughs> <laughs> but that's it. It's like nothing will top screen. But I think when it sort of comes any film after the faculty to me might just be like probably a favorite when you sort of erase Gooseface out of the scenario. I would say the faculty would probably be up there. Um, because even there was the scene and it's in the library, and not to like sort of jump around, but it was like so quintessential Kevin Williamson because they discuss the likeness of like invasion of the body snatchers. And, yeah. you know, it was very like meta, like it knows that it's an invasion, like a body invasion teen film. And it's like trying to play out the rules of those sort of films. And I was like, Kevin, take a day off, girl. Take a day off. <laughs> like just chill, bitch. Like seriously, yeah. like, like try something else. But, you know, but like what worked for him, like just like previously really worked for him. So yeah. um, and to be fair, I because I like read upon like the trivia and stuff like he he didn't like he didn't write the whole thing. He he was brought in to do like rewrites of the because this script would been written um, and like was pretty much done since 1990. But like no one wanted to touch it. And then after the success of Scream, that's when um, the wine scenes um, was like, yeah, Get this, get this done and out like right now. Um, right. Then they brought Kevin on to do mm-hmm. like rewrites, especially with the dialogue. So, yeah, Kevin, like take a break on the the meta stuff. But yeah, you know, but we he, love he that. Just, like he just come off um, what Scream and Scream Two, and where he does that yeah. whole thing anyway. So, so yeah, Scream. It would have been Scream. I know what you did last summer. Scream yeah, Two, yeah. and then the faculty. Um, I feel like he's some other involvement. He he had some involvement with Halloween H2O, which I only found out... Uh, re- was it rewrites? So I only found out recently he didn't write the script for Halloween H2O. But why did my gay ass believe that he did? 
because because it, it feels like it feels like, like it feels like a Kevin Williamson film. It really yeah. does. It's got that it whole does. vibe to it, and even the dialogue between them, it feels like. It's very Kevin Williamson. And I do remember when I had the DVD years ago, the extras, Kevin Williamson was in the extras. as like, but I, I'm trying to remember. He extra. extra, bitch, extra. But that's like, even for example, it's like so otherworldly because you have like characters like Delilah that are supposed to be like the supersized bitch, the popular girl. Mm-hmm. Yet we're just supposed to believe that she's like, knows who Stephen King is. It's like, oh, Every kid in this, every school has like a Stephen Kid King, and I'm like, no, the realm that I'm in, the popular <laughs> girls wouldn't have had a clue yet. She's coming out with all these like geek references. Well, she's well, she's supposed to be like she's like the head of like the um like the newspapers. She's supposed to be like the like the the smart but bitchy kind of one. She's yeah. I think she's she's less like the popular bitch and more like. I'm super smart. I'm I'm so driven. So that equal that equals, especially in that time, mega bitch because I know where I want to get to, and nobody in this school is on my way because I'm so smart. I think that's the kind of like quote unquote bitch she is. But that was um that was me told folks. But this was uh, Jordana's Jordana Brewster's uh, first feature like film. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed and- her. And turns out she's like a bit of a scream queen because she's in this. She's in. Text Chainsaw Massacre, the beginning, and she's in um, Random Acts of Violence. She is. That so she's she a little, uh, a mini yeah. little scream queen. Exactly. But Who knows? She could be that much Thursday one week. We don't know. She could be. Okay, I mean, speaking could. of the cast, this cast is like uh, amazing. Like, uh, like next level. Like, all dust. I mean, first of all, you've got like Aunt Nora from Jumanji as the main principal. Like she's mm-hmm. just like the greatest. And when she does like her like uh, alien transformation, like, oh, my God, she's just like a bad bitch, like like floating down the hallways. Yeah. Um, yeah. And of course, and you've got, you like, have like Famke Janssen, who oh. is like the OG Jean Grey. But not only that, she's a bit of a screen queen. Like she was in House and Haunted Hell. She's in mm-hmm. this. She was also in that horror film, 100 Feet, where she's haunted by like her domestic abusive husband. Like she, yes, she is she's that bitch. And she was in, uh, I don't know if you ever watched it. It was a TV show like uh, in the mid sort of like 2010s called uh, like Hemlock Grove but it was like a werewolf Ooh, Werewolf, thing. yeah yeah uh, and she played yeah. like uh, like a mega bitch evil werewolf and she was but if there's one thing she can do well I mean she's brilliant in anything but her character transformation and she's this like meek little mm-hmm. like teacher and then she's oh. bad ass ferocious henny and I oh, mean she so is good fierce. I, I just okay. live for her this entire film. Like, seriously, I love, love it. it. And when she has her transformation and she literally, she, like, kicks Zeke down a peg or, like, 3,000 because yeah. she is just, like, on point and so badass. And she's like, I'll shove my foot so far up your ass, you'll be sucking on my toes till graduation. <laughs> Eat me, you asshole. I'm the one with no tolerance. I've taken your shit for too fucking long. You dickless, drug-induced excuse for a human being. I'm sick of you, little boy. And if I have to see you peddling your little wonder dust again, I'm gonna shove my foot so far up your ass. I'll be sucking my toes till graduation. I love it. That is what you call an absolute slay. You know, I like, don't that, mean to that, that coach. 
<laughs> that coach as well is a hot piece of ass. Mm, uh, Liquid Man from Terminator 2. Yes. That's, that's what I always know him as, and that's how you know I grew up with heterosexual brothers. That, mm-hmm. to me, I see him straight away. Liquid Man, Terminator 2, the baddest beat around. <laughs> but it's like, like even this depiction of the character, so even though there's these like great actors, and even you get like, Oh sure, you know, just like oh. these people playing and Selma Hayek playing these. I, al- I always forget. I always forget. Like Selma Hayek is in it, and Usher. Every time I see them pop up, I'm like, oh my god, yeah, you're in it for like all of five minutes. I think they definitely like had a missed opportunity with like Selma Hayek's character. I would like to have seen her have some sort of like sassy nurse moment where she's Something like more. killing people. Like- you wonder where her career was at that point, but I believe correctly in thinking Selma Hayek definitely had a career. I mean, if there's anything to take from this is that she was in From Dust Till Dawn and she played probably one of the most beautiful women ever oh, she, on screen. Just, I mean, have you seen her now? Like she, She's not aged a nah, day. Beautiful. She like, looks insane. insane. She's insane. But like she oh. plays this nobody character and it makes me think was that sort of Robert Rod, Rod- <clears throat> Keith back in Robert Rodriguez <laughs> uh, input that threw me off something rotten so was that his <laughs> input or did she I don't know like audition for a role that small it makes you wonder maybe because I, I feel like she kind of came I don't know if it's, I'll have to look at her like IMDB but like I feel like it was like the late 90s where she just kind of became in everything because I was first introduced to her in um Wild Wild West okay when was that you know that film with um uh, Will Smith it's like it's like yeah. it's set in the Wild Wild West but it's like kind of also like weirdly spacey or something I don't yeah, know but it's that, like sci-fi that was, as well let me just that must have been like what the it's got to be late 90s possibly early, early 90s. 90s. Uh, 99 so just after yeah so just after yeah. um that's what I mean. it seems weird that she wouldn't have had a booming career at this point because i mean as we said we sort of know her from from dust till dawn which is like early mid 90s so you're right maybe something sort of happened but i could have been doing with a lot more of those goodies mm-hmm. you know she's great and she plays <coughs> i'm like more i need more <laughs> more cops <laughs> more sex she to be fair, she, she's got one of my favorite lines where um where she's in the teacher's lounge and one of the teachers goes oh why don't you take a sick day and she's like i'll take a sick i'm saving my sick days when i'm feeling better i'm like <laughs> yes bitch yes you are of course you are and we all love by that rule probably about too much i will say though um when it comes to the even though the actors themselves are like i mean 10 out of 10 casting um the characters i love the development of the characters and how mm-hmm. they do switch from this sort of stereotypical archetype that Wes Craven is known for presenting to us. It's not like Scream where you don't really see another character without Sydney, or if you do, it's like a rare occasion where it's like Stu, Billy and Randy once. This yeah. time it's like, it's not all about Casey, you know, Elijah Wood. It's, you're given time for everyone else. My problem is the end when, for example, like, what a wonderful character Stokely is, okay? Oh. We don't need Stokely to not be that goth chick. 
that's not we love her because she's like the black and you know the hair and and then at the end she's up in here wearing the whole color palette on her body with these like <laughs> flowers and you know her hair's like not greasy and I'm like no well I think it's I think it's kind of because like especially for her character I I agree but I do because my problem with the end the very very end is the fact that it kind of turns into like a, like a team movie like I don't need everyone like kissing and like having like a kiki like you could have just ended it like when all the bad stuff ends and like just have like a little moment afterwards that would have been cool um but I feel like with Sokoli it's it's I get what you're saying but it's more of like a it's like her sort of like transformation from being like an outcast nobody wants to talk to her because she's like this fake lesbian because everyone thinks she's a lesbian because she's wearing black because that's what lesbians do apparently it's all they do is wear black <laughs> Lesbian, um, all lesbians have short hair apparently yeah exactly and I think it's her, like her transformation from being that kind of person an outcast to like all this bad shit happened which made her then realize that like life's too short and I should just be authentically myself rather than trying to make everyone push everyone away which is what she's trying to do by by being yeah. um, see, I okay. I get I do get your point but I don't see I thought her dressing like that was her being authentically herself because the notion that you get of when people dress like that is that they are being authentically themselves because if they weren't they would dress a certain way to fit and more with society that's where the problem started lies with me because she is this punk like yes there's it's played back and she's very like I don't know she's like mopey and you can see she's like depressed and lonely and I like that change where she has the friend but I still wanted that bus to have like that chain around her neck yeah I have that black because that was her and it was as well, she was wearing said, a little like, black tank top she had just a little purple like cardigan on uh, no, it was, like, it was like purple, purple, fucking pastel blue, pastel everything all over her skin. I was like, she would never have wore that. Never. She had like, she had like blonde highlights. She had like a whole new do. <laughs> yeah, one of them flip up phones that has like pink, that has like old cats and all hanging from it. Like, <laughs> but like, I think at the end, it's probably just such a hodgepodge for me because it's like, okay, so Zeke is now going with Famke Janssen, who's his teacher. Uh, we're okay so Delilah and Casey are now just in love Ooh. and then nice. yeah it's it's so like a little like, bit like sugar and spice everything nice right at the end like we didn't much. need that you could have ended no. it like on a high note but mm-hmm. um going um jumping back 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 to the beginning back, back, I just back, had to yeah. uh, um, start by saying that I love like the an early scene with the well I say opening because it's not really the opening but it's kind of is the opening at the same time of um when the principal is uh like getting chased around the school because there is something so creepy and so scary about being at school in the nighttime like it's just it's so spooky and you like I don't know if you ever like when you were at school, like had to stay late if you were like doing like, mm-hmm. I don't know, like- If you did like a, a dr- plays or something. Yeah, plays. Yeah. And then you happen to like be down like a really dark corridor and like you shit your pants because it's just weird to be there like that late and it's dark mm-hmm. and it is real spooky. And it does play on those fears that you had as a kid. And um, it just, it gave me so many like scream vibes that whole scene and like and the whole like idea of setting it just primarily in the school itself it's real scary because school is you know it's like a jungle it's it's yeah. so school scary. is scary because we all know 
what it you know it's the one thing that we can all identify with as you said if you're little gay boys like us you were staying behind late at night for practices and of theater darling and you would like theater darling theater darling and you'd roam about like at nighttime i don't know why i was going to say naked not naked. <laughs> well, you might have done, but um, uh, say nothing. I don't know. I don't know about your boys. Your boys' cap at school where the teachers touch. <laughs> ah, don't reveal. Um, but I actually think that first, let's say, opening scene is phenomenal. That is oh. like this film is not a slasher, but I think why we love it so much is. It has so many slasher elements and it's got the complete smell, taste and sensation of a slasher movie. Like oh, that 100%. start is better than any scene in like Cherry Falls. That opening scene of her running about that school is brilliantly done. It's so intense and it's like better than any, the most slasher movies have done it. And when she like stabs the pencil in the coach's hand, I'm like, oh, oh, oh so All the way good. around, he stabs the pencil in her hand. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but like that's it's not a it's none of those fucking um two minute scene. He gets the like, eye. That's it. He gets isn't it the eye of the head? He gets scratched with her keys. It's none of this, you know, 30 seconds where someone turned around gasp and you don't see nothing. Mustang was a production. All right. Yeah. And even when she escapes, um you don't think she's gonna escape. Tables turn, she does. Then you think he's gonna grab the scissors, she kicks them away. It pulls the rug under your feet, yanking it, and the very end, it completely yanks the rug by revealing, of course. And that drama teacher starts like chink, 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 start like slashing like left, right, center. Like she's I mean, savage. I mean, if that opening scene does not give you the ooh, the ah, and nothing but the sensation, we're done here. We you have can just like you can just like pause and like you know <laughs> leave. Um, the door's over there, miss. Out <laughs> the window you go. You're not using the door. Bye bye. The third story window. Thank you. Next. You can but, unsubscribe um, and get the fuck yeah. out. <laughs> Subscribe, leave a great review, and then bugger off. But I'm glad that you did bring up the opening scene because I was dying to talk about it because I could. Yeah, I could. I could feel the vibe because yeah. so was I. Yeah, I could feel it too. It just sets it sets the tone for the movie completely, and it just solidifies why this is some of the most bomb horror movie Ugh. that the nineties has to offer. Oh, I love it. I will say this though, because there are a lot of there are a few like bumps in this, because I feel like like Mary Beth, like from the jump, is like the main suspect because nobody is like that nice. At one, as a new student, two, that nice in school anyway. And she's trying to make friends with every motherfucker in that school, and it's her like her very first day. Like so, I, I if it was me, I'd be like, uh, no, you're crazy. You're not like a real human being because <laughs> only aliens act like that. And bitch, you're the main one. <laughs> See, I was going to say I think she's really likable because I feel like I would do that. But then you said, but of course you're an alien. And you know me. I firmly believe I came from planet Uranus. Well, I, I feel like <laughs> I feel like the film does. It does. Like I'd say for like first time watchers, it does do a good job of pointing the finger like pretty much everyone like literally because because you think at one point it's the drama teacher for sure and then you think oh no is it now Delilah because she's like starts to get really really like aggressive and like she's starts tweaking out you start to notice she's not kind of 
on the same wavelength as well. Um, but I do, I do feel like the reveal of it being Mary Beth is a little bit like, womp, womp. like it's, it's so not okay. It's I mean, not the best. If if anyone However, has watched this multiple times or religiously, like we have, I mean, I would have the DVD of the faculty pinned to an actual crucifix and hang it above my head if I could. <laughs> but we all know that this explanation scene is hokey, pokey, cokey. It is not the tea. It's however, trying to tell us she's over here. Nose closing and this long fingers unscrews it. No, I've watched yeah. her. She doesn't do that. <laughs> she yeah, doesn't do she that. doesn't. But but after after that little hokey pokey like explanation scene, from then on, it's like completely like the bomb.com. That whole I know we are jumping around, but uh, I don't care. Um, everybody. I know, yeah. If you if you don't know us by now, we don't do things how we should do. So um <laughs> <Eat different it. laughs> But I I just love when she's like strutting about the locker room and she's butt ass naked, but yet her shadow is them tentacles. Oh my god, that is just so pleasing to me. It's so art. good. It's Ugh. absolute art. It's Ugh. the way her like little sulky naked bodies walking in the shadow with the tentacles. Oh beautiful. And like it's like like no shade, but you don't think a film in the 90s would do that it kind of that part for me kind of feels a bit like ahead of its time in a way because you just don't expect that sort of like thing to be going down in 1998 uh, and and not from the sort of movie anyway which of course knowing robert rodriguez you and knowing the films that he's done after you can see why that scene is the way it is because he is very outlandish you know what, like that. He's so shit. he's so creative. Like I, I'm not I'm yeah. not a fan of everything that he does. However, I do see how creative he actually is, and like I do have an appreciation even for the stuff that I don't particularly think is like isn't not my cup of tea. No, it's not good. It's just not my my thing. Yeah. Um. Just, yeah. But but I, I I I 100% see him as like like super creative and. Yeah, it, it just go it goes to show in this because there are some really cool elements. And I feel like the CGI as well for 98 is really good. Is good considering yeah. and I love nothing more than some practical effects. And I will let you do your CGI monster mm-hmm. from afar to show how big it is. Of course you're not going to make that, but I love that <laughs> close-ups must thing as a practical creature with a big old head coming through those bleachers or whatever Americans call those like retractable steps. They look yeah, bleachers. Yeah, I've, in my drama room, we had steps like that, only they weren't retractable. I crawled under there so many times and encouraged my other classmates to do it and pretend that we were in a horror movie. Uh, of course you did. The faculty, I feel like, tapped that into my zeros and ones. And every time I'm around a pool, I naturally think of, which to me is one of the most painful, like I felt it. And mm-hmm. you know, one of those moments and it's when Stokely's running around the pool and I think that scene is Ooh. so iconic and she smacks her face. I feel it. Oh, Every it's the teeth. I feel like she'd have lost like serious teeth oh, in that a moment. a bunch of teeth oh. back here. And there's something so satisfying about the way she gets dragged into the water. Do you not think? She just like, oh. So satisfying. But so I, satisfying. I do... I do kind of feel like the the alien monster thing could have because to me it looked more like a fish 
it was very very fishy no it wasn't so I feel like they could have done like a bit more on like the scare factor with the alien because it was to me like just a big a big fish and it had like tentacles but then I I preferred it when she wasn't the alien and she was like she was Mary Beth yeah and I actually quite like Mary Beth as a character too even though you, you get the idea that she is sort of the villain but as you said there's this really great scene where they all quip 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 they're just throwing dogs abuse at each other like about pointing oh, yeah. fingers and I think it's brilliant and yeah. Mary Beth gets it the least but because they make such convincing points I'm like that's so clever because I don't think first time watchers would maybe see Mary Beth they would think about her but that scene is very good I think it's steering your expectation because sure. maybe the nice girl is just a nice girl you know yeah, and I feel like there's so many good, like, ensemble scenes. Like, for, for instance, the whole scene in the basement is just, like, chef's kiss, so mm-hmm. good. And I feel like the, uh, <laughs> the, the scene in the science lab where they're all together for the first time, like, discussing the whole thing, then the science teacher comes in and she's, like, he starts to attack them and they, like, fight back. And that, again, that is great stuff. And then when they're all at the end end, like, running about the hallways... Um, you know, doing their thing, like just just some really good group dynamics. Like they, they did a yeah, really yeah. good job at casting it, and just like the dynamic between the group as well in general, is just a really yeah. really good group. One hundred, like that's what I love the most about it is that a lot of times with <laughs> slurp slurp page, a lot of the time with slasher films and with any sort of films is when you do have that central protagonist a lot of what happens happens around them and the friends that they're with happen to just be dragged in. Yeah. This is just as much about everyone else as it is about Casey. In fact, Casey is alluded to being the main character, but not what even do you think? Credit. I I wouldn't, I, I would disagree because I, I feel like they're all like, level playing really because they all have the they all have their own scenes they all have like equal time in like say like twos or threes and then the group come together I don't feel like throughout the whole thing that it's about one or the other they all get their own little like sub stories and moments yeah like um that's what I'm saying like that's what I love about it is that even though I do get the idea that Casey is the main character because you get to see like his parents and you kind of follow him back and he's sort of the last man standing um under no circumstances is it like Casey's world and yeah. everyone's just loving it it's like it is just as much about everyone else and that's what I love because it's sort of such an eclectic bunch of characters that I love that it's not how Sydney it's just about Sydney and anyone that falls on this Sydney's path are automatically bleh. yeah it's yeah like I do feel like this game. There's so many like horror films or slasher films out there where it's when it's like a group dynamic like that and it's young teens or whatever, it does usually center around the one girl or guy, and the rest just do feel like they're there for a body count, you know. So I I do I, I like I love the fact that this feels like you know it is about the group as a whole and they're all sort of like like level pegged. Um, because yeah, there's like I said, there's plenty of films where you just feel like Oh, their like group of friends are are literally just there to get killed, and they're that so is about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it, and this isn't the case because they're all you genuinely don't know which one's sort of going to bite the dust first. 
and you don't really expect Zeke to be one of the last ones standing. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it is very unpredictable. But that's what the best thing about this is is like the actors slash the characters, and I think their dynamic, the dialogue, the the hatred that they have towards each other is so <laughs> like it makes me so thirsty. I love yeah. for that level of pure unadulterated drama. Just the hatred, I love it. I want to know if you notice that there's like a there's like a, a a real small 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 side player, and it is the the fuck you boy. I uh, mean, it's the fuck you couple, the, the couple that always like slap each other and fight it. Bobby, Bobby from um, Scary Movie, and he's in um, House of Wax. He's on House of Wax. Did he get yeah. the two I know, yeah. and I was like, ah, so this is what you were doing. Yeah. one year before scary movie <laughs> yeah so I, 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 again even like the side characters they they've got like a really really good cast yeah 100 like that i i find i i actually think i probably watched this film about four times within the last sort of 12 months maybe even more um and i just can't help yeah. go back to it because it's so moorish it's so like the aesthetic, the way everyone's dressed, oh. I'm like this googly eyed watching. Even the even the soundtrack for me is like just mm. spot on. Like yeah, like there's a scene where uh, Mary Beth is like just walking through like the the grounds, and there's a, a Sheryl Crow song playing. It's one of my favorite Sheryl Crow songs. I'm like, oh, every time I hear this song, I'm like, oh yeah, baby. <laughs> oh, <laughs> every single old girl, and um, when they walk past, I have this weird. I just love the punk night late nineties mm-hmm. sort of punk look. That real like alternative, like grungy, like grunge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love like Stokely's like even that greasy hair, you know, and the 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 black smoky eye. But I, I'm obsessed with the two girls when Mary Beth is walking up and she's like, "Ah, oh, do you know where social?" <laughs> and they're sat there, and they got like the nose piercing and a hoop, and I'm like, "Yeah, you." I would try so hard to be friends with you if I was in school. Like, you oh, would yeah. think you'd have no friends. I'd be trying. <laughs> yes. Trying. I'd be such a little try hard to get in with yeah. that click because they're like, yeah. they're just like the bomb. But I, I fully agree. If I could, like, get my hands on a time machine, like, I'm going back to the 90s. Oh, and shit. And people like Stokely would not be sat over there by themselves. Let me make that Mm-mm. crystal. She would be nestled. In my bosom. (laughs) (laughs) Working on the teat of life, just working on the teat of life. Um, The the death scenes, what Mm. do you feel about them? I do feel like it's not, which is both a good thing and a bad thing. This film is not about the death scenes, which I think why I love it so much, but I wouldn't have mind it did, wouldn't have mind it a little bit more like Nummies. Yeah, no, I, I 100% agree because I feel like, because um, we only really got what, two, three, three deaths. If you count the what, like the little old lady, um, I forget her name, then you get the science teacher and then uh, Miss Drake, the principal, like that's it. And, um, but at the same time, I, I kind of feel myself rooting for the people because you know, like they've been like body snatched, they're like infected, they're invaded, you know, it's not them. So you kind of, you root, you do end up rooting for this whole like town and school that you like, you don't, you only know like a certain amount of players, but you do, you feel like, oh, I want everyone to get out of this. However, in the same breath, I would have liked like the teachers to have done a bit more like 
killing and thrilling. Yeah, 100. Like, knock off some of the, like, the naughty kids. Mm, because I think what's sort of painted at the start is like, it's like a whole collection of flavor flaves. Mm-hmm. That <laughs> it's a good way to set the rest of the film up, albeit a little misleading. Because yes. you think you're going to get some more pencil jamming, stabbing, and that's like about the height. Next thing is like Salma Hayek's ear is getting a whole good scene to. And you get but she's like not she's not technically blood. dead. She's just like been like snatched. And body, not snatched bro. body snatched. Have you ever seen Invasion of the Body Snatchers before? No. It is it is very similar. Like I think it's 1978, and that itself is a remake of yeah. like a film even older. So I don't know if we'll be doing an original versus remake of that anytime soon. <laughs> Um, well, I do, I do know like a lot of the inspiration is, and there, there is some like, fl- like, um, like flash, not flashbacks, um, some, uh, like a homage to uh, the thing. Like, I think the thing is heavily, in- like, heavily inspired this. So, um, yeah. I don't, I, I probably would have, if I'd seen Invasion of the Body Snatchers, would agree. But I feel like it's this sort of film is, it's going to be very similar, however you do it. So, um, and I'm sure throughout history of time there's many a film that's very similar to this so I mean yes it probably is exactly the same but I don't I don't get the feeling because there's no even reference to it apart from just the thing that um oh that let, Stokely let, me make says. A, let me make it clear it is not under any circumstances like completely the same this is as yeah. you said this is the sort of story that itself will be replicated like you can't compare every film that has a masked man growing murder someone to Halloween you know it's the same principle and that's what it is um but this is very much that very familiar story invasion of the body snatchers is the town um and they behave differently they're like emotionless when they're body snatched my name's snatcher um and that's how they sort of (laughs) snatch back snatch back all on the floor snatch back give me some (laughs) that's what I thought but like that's how they know someone's human because of their emotion so it's very much that but like in the most kevin williamson way possible i as you said i don't know how much of this he rewrote but i imagine it was a lot yes and i feel like i need to find it um because i feel like oh it's the same year it was came out but i feel like this and disturbing behavior even though that's not very good is very very similar one um, disturbing behaviors like a PG version. Yes. Of yes. The faculty. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I was gonna go in at. I feel like, but I feel like I want to say this was first and they copied it, but it was out in the same year. But I feel like this is very on the sort of similar path. Like like we said before, like it's the same similar, even though I don't um it's not aliens invading or body snatching type thing. It's I feel like they copied it. I really do. Uh, I'm gonna in say my heart of hearts. Uh, because we love um, the faculty so much, we're going to stick with you and say that disturbing behavior um, snatch your body, bitch. I mean, mm-hmm. it's a good film, but I think it's good out of nostalgia and it's good yes. out of like quintessential 90s flavor and aesthetic. I mean, I will fall in love and watch anything of like mid to late 90s because it's, it's got that sure. certain genesis everything about it i'm just like jaw on the floor you mm-hmm. know i'm with um, you um but it's it is nothing in comparison to the faculty and 
with all things considered, like late 90s, bold statement. Y'all don't have to like hold me to this, but I could say if I had to scream one out of it, um, the faculty could be up there. One of my favorite sort of 90s horror movies for sure. Oh, it's the- as well. It's um, it's I would say it's in my top five, my top five um nineties horror films for sure. Yeah, but oh. I, don't, I don't know, I don't know about you, but I kind of feel like, and I might be wrong, but I kind of feel like this does like get left on the shelf quite a lot, and there's not a lot of you know, like when people like look back at these films, this does get left off the list. I feel like I feel like it is. Is it a hidden gem? I want to. I want to no. say no, but yes at the same time. Yeah, like... it's like it's like a cult classic in the sense yeah. where at the time, um, the reviews for it were like mixed bag just because anything coming off the heat of Scream, everyone felt like they've seen it. Um, yeah. very much the same case with Urban Legend, um, which wasn't genuinely favored at all, like back when it was released, but now. I, I can see. I can see why with the legend. You know? I can see yeah, yeah. why. Like. Um, and the faculty's the same. They just thought was Kevin Williamson. Um, sort of following the same formula that this new formula he's created. Yeah. But now these movies are like highly regarded. These movies are like quintessential nineties. They're people like love them and go to them. But at the time, everyone was acting a bit like oh, over it. Yeah. How would you? I think it's got its, it's got its How would you feel about? a remake 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 anything that's at least 30 years old remake i'd say 20 i'd say 25 20 sorry 20 not to me 30 i was like let's see what age i was to 20 25 just remake it why not it's not we're not precious it's not going to affect enough the enough times pass like you it's know what i mean like ruin the original no just it's a remake you don't have to consider it as canon it's not canon. It's a goddamn remake, bitch. Chill, Neil. Because I would love to. I would love seriously to see how this would be remade and what whoever, even if it was Robert Rodriguez again. Like, if you want to do it again, and Kevin, if you want to do it again, by all means, do it again. But if not, I would like to see how someone else would interpret this or like redo this. Yeah, I would love it. I'd to be down for that. So down. I want to see someone else's um re- like perspective just like us like who absolutely love and adore the film i want to see someone or people who love and adore the movie to make up what they think the faculty is like with um the new scream r.i.p yeah. Wes craven we would have loved it to be you but i have this like newfound excitement unlike mm. the tv series i'm like these are people that are saying it's because of these movies why we're filmmakers yeah. I'm like I trust you well you, you knew that you knew the tv series was going to be shit when you found out it was on MTV. mtv like if if I heard oh HBO were doing this series I'd be like uh yes please or fx I'd be like I'm downtown Julie Brown but <laughs> um <laughs> but when you hear if I'd heard like it was either MTV or the CW I'd be like um this is garbage garbage darling Yes, garbage juices. The best thing about it was um, Kiki Palmer in the reboot. And even that, like, even the reboot was like... Yeah, even that was Pants City Girl. Um, How do you feel about Amazon um, remaking? I know you did last summer, but basing it off the book, not the actual movie. Which... um, Yeah, for it. 
Exactly. Disclosure, though. Um, the author hates the movie. Like, he hates it. I'm reading the book, which I've not got through because I'm not going to lie. It's average. Um, it's nothing like... Like, the movie, you can tell it's Kevin Williamson has loved yeah. slashers. He's turned up more into a slasher fair. The book's not like that, so the TV show... Well, I mean... Here's the thing, because of the film, and I love the film series, I, I really do, and I would be really disappointed, I know that it's based on a book, and Amazon are doing the book version, but if you don't, like, amp up and make it, make it a, a horror, then I'm going to be very, very disappointed. Agreed. I mean, I, I, would, I would love if they turned up the horror even more from the film series. You know, I really would if they went oh, yeah. in, in a in a much more like you know, yeah, get, give us more horror because I I really do love um, a slasher series. I mean, and there's not that many to to choose from, um, so give us some more. And this is a perfect opportunity. But again, uh, if they're just doing the book, and you say the book is like just tame, then it's gonna be a want want for me. Yeah, I mean, they they have to update the book. That they can't just go entirely off the book and you know where are we making the page to screen they can't do that when you read it they, they just yeah. can't it, it just wouldn't work there's not enough like umph for a tv show especially when people like i know what you did last summer average at the time held at a high enough regard now you gotta give the people what they want you know so if anyone out there gonna make the faculty bump it up because it's already a quality slasher sci-fi alien invasion film as it is i mean Bump like jordan peele what you what you up to mate like you know get get the faculty <laughs> up and running <laughs> oh. oh jason blum like what you do uh, like jason what you playing at what's good what's good so tell all me the, all the fellas that that are doing the screen five i mean you know what you're doing after this hit me up hit us what up to well, you're uh, too hung. God's podcast. You up? <laughs> <laughs> well, WDC. <laughs> um, so tell me your axe wins and your final overall idea and thoughts on the faculty. Sure. Well, I mean, to me, like, this is so iconic. It's pure entertainment. It's, like I said, it's one of my favorite horror slash and I kind of put it in a slasher character like category because it does give me those vibes even though it's not really a slasher it's it's because of Kevin like he really does put that sort of like vibe and essence sprinkled in with the movie um and it's amazing cast like you cannot deny like from the teachers to the students like all amazing and the story is great like it's a really great story and um I'm giving it a big that eight out of ten axe wounds. There is there is some wiggle room, but it's mm-hmm. it, it's very deserving of uh, of course that eight. I um everything she said because mm-hmm, that's where she's going to be. She's going to be over there now here. Yeah. Up there. Be here. <laughs> everything she said, including the score, I just you said it perfectly. There's always a battle battle girl. battle. There's always a bit of wiggle room, and you know it's not perfect, but no. It's, savvy it's clever it's fun it's sassy as hell it's super entertaining it's intense it's that kiki kiki cat cat yeah she's pussy bitch 
So yeah, I would also have to give the faculty a big whopping eight axe ones out of ten, honey. I mean, <laughs> it's just got to be done. Like, like what else are you going to give it? Like, seriously? Sex? And, uh, um, no. Any haters out there, you know, you can... Unsubscribe. Scoop! <laughs> Scoop, scoop. Scoot your boot. Get a move on. <laughs> Get your boots on because you're going walking. These boots are made of walking. Everyone, we will not be present for next week's episode. We are taking a very brief hiatus. That's the word, right? Hiatus? I mean, it's it's a week. So we're taking a week off. We're taking a week um, for reasons that it's up to us. <laughs> um, I'm getting my hair done. <laughs> I'm getting a spray tan. Um, so as we said, we will not be here next week, but of course we will be here the week after. Some more icky, spooky, kicky, manuke, good fun. Uh, we sure will. But in the meantime, you can head over to Instagram and follow us at Spelling Guts Podcast. Catch us on Twitter at Spelling Guts Pod. Find us on Facebook at. Spelling Guts Podcast. And if you're really feeling naughty, you can email us at Spelling Guts Podcast at Outlook.com. Correct. Every single time you've got no idea what it is, do you? No. Never. <laughs> Even when I'm using your email to like when we used to like transfer over audio and stuff, mm-hmm. I got that wrong every single every time. time. And it's not the first part, which I'll not reveal because it's ridiculous <laughs> but it was always uh, .com or .co.uk and I, I still don't know well it's .co.uk <laughs> and I'll never and now hear you know, no no <laughs> if you don't know now you know I know no <laughs> um, well on that note um, I'll feed the same deuces deuces